The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, say it. We're in big trouble. Please say it in the show. Kyle Petty, Bradley Wood, guys are the stars of NBC. Good call. Welcome to NASCAR America Motor Mouse, presented by Liberty Mutual. Rutledge Wood here with Kyle Petty and A.J. Allmendinger. Yes. The phone number to call is 844-NASCAR-NBC. Boys, I have missed y'all. I'm so glad to be back with you. It's been, it's been a long drought. Yeah. I, I, that, that intro, they said you two are the stars, and I'm just the guy like sitting over in the corner, I guess. We should have told you we paid the voiceover guy to yeah. do that. I, mean, after I love that we've run that info, our, our intro, like three or four times this year, and this is his first show. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Sorry Man, about you that. got pulled, baby. A lot of things pulled. going on here. <laughs> you got pulled. Hey, here's today's starting <laughs> grid, everybody. Joey Logano is calling in. That's right, this weekend's winner. We're going to see if he tells us more about the pit call that helped him win on Sunday. Did he mean to? Did he not? We're going to get to the bottom of it. Plus, Kyle Busch has a bounty on him in the truck series. Which drivers do you think should go after it? And just to remember, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And remember, you can share your thoughts on that and a whole lot more on social media using the hashtag LetMeSayThis because the greatest part of the show, as always, Nate Ryan is in the house. Yes, he right? is. It's going to be great. You yes, can't see is. him, but he's right over Just there. Just down the hall. It's time to start taking your calls. 844-NASCAR-NBC. I'm going to randomly choose uh, line Oh, my one. gosh. Randomly. Carl. NASCAR's in the house. What's up, Carl? <laughs> What's going on, Rock? Good to have you back in the studio, buddy. Good to see you. Thank you, brother. Um, yes, due, due to the events of the first two races, I see that we got some unusual names we're not accustomed to seeing in the point standings. So who do you think out of those names has the potential to actually maintain them themselves and stay in the playoff hunt? Carl, great question. Worded perfectly. You mean you mean guys up there that are not usually up there and who can stay stick it yeah. out? Is that the question yes, who kind has of the yeah. to put, yes. None of them. <laughs> um <laughs> I, no, I, I've, you know, I do not mean that. I do not mean that in a, in a and I do not mean that in a bad way. The, the, <laughs> the problem is, the problem is, the two first races that we've had have had unusual finishes. Both races, have, so we do have it mixed up. As we sort out, and you get the the standard, the Kyle Bushes, the Denny Hamlins, um, the Joey Logano's, the the. Uh, Ryan Blaney's, those guys, as they level out and we run more and more races and they finish race, the cream will rise back and the, and the top teams will rise back to the top. I'm sorry, that's just the way it's always. We've always gone into these first three or four races with a skewed view of what the point system was. If the point system ended today, these guys would be in the playoff. It's two races into the season. So uh, some of them may be able to maintain, uh, but I, I'm, I'm, they're going to have to prove it to me. I'll just say that. What about Sorry. your swole bro, Matt <laughs> D? I mean, That's what I was, I mean, I was going to go right away to Matt DiBenedetto. And I don't know, to me, he's never made the playoffs. Yeah, true. It's not a huge, 
shock if he does. Yeah, it's not a huge shock. So I, I don't it's, look. It's, it's not like that's out of yeah. left field, but yeah, it would be a a big deal to Wood Brothers for him for the be. whole organization for them to make the playoffs, and that's the one I'm going to stick to because yeah. I think. I think he's going to make the playoffs on wins. Yeah, I do too. Not just on points. So I hope so. This was just a sign. He, yeah, he finished second because of the restart. He was yeah. going to finish sixth. Yes. Like, he was going to have a great run. It was no going to be what. a great day. Great. It was going to be a great and day. And I think we're going to see a lot of that. But in places I, like Bristol, where he almost won last year, yeah. he's going to have a lot of strong runs. And I give year. you that. I, I will give you Matty D and, and the Wood Brothers because there's a direct line to Penske's yeah. organization. So I give you that. Uh, I, I may not give you you know, Bubba Wallace in the 43 car. I may not give you a couple of these other guys that are up there right now. I just think yeah. we, we've seen these guys before hang in that top 15 or 16 for the first five or six races. But as we get into the heart of the season, um, again, the Penske's, the Gibbs, the Roushes, um, the Stuart Haas, they, they begin to rise back to the top. For sure. Carl, thanks for calling, buddy. We're going to Tom uh, is on the line next, I believe, from Texas. Tom, what's on your mind? Uh, poor Alex Bowman. He done got snookered by the yellow flag by Andy Holder. Just really stinks. Are you talking about Bowman? Yeah, absolutely, man. Should have won the race. He, I tell you what, he, he had a great day. It definitely, do you, do you feel like watching Alex, I feel like there is a, a difference in him. I felt like when we were doing media day, you know, the first couple times you see some of the younger guys, and now we know he's been in cup a lot longer than people thought, but there is an ownership and a and a sense of belonging that I think he has now that maybe other times it maybe didn't have the confidence, but I absolutely believe that he thinks he should be here. He's in that car and he is going to continue to win and move up. Well, and that's the big thing. He won a race, and yeah. and for any young driver, it's hard to feel like you belong there until you actually go out there and win a race. He should have won a race. What was it in 16 yes. in, in the 88 car yeah, when he was yeah. filling in for Dale Jr. at Phoenix? Kind of got snookered on the restart and then lost yeah. it. But once you finally win that race, it allows you to just kind of breathe and say, okay, now I can win more of them. But there's a lot of pressure on him because we don't know what his future is. So he's out there racing for his life in the sense of every week. We don't every know week. what's going to happen. So the only way to keep your right is go out there and win races. I think we're going to see, especially as if the trend continues as strong as Hendrick was over the weekend throughout the course of the year, I think all those drivers are going to have a lot of race wins. Yeah. yeah. Fear's a real great yeah. motivator. Great motivator, baby. I mean, greatest year Jay McMurray ever had yeah. was the year that basically week it, two, Chip was like, he's gone. Yeah. It can be, but you can, uh, you can, can overdrive be, yes. as yes. well. But yes, Bowman, I think Bowman, you, you saw a lot at Vegas and what he's going to kind of continue yeah. throughout the course of the season. Yeah, I think it's going to keep up. Rusty is on the horn next. Rusty, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? How you guys doing today? Great, Good. buddy. Um, I was calling. I watched the race the other day, and I noticed the Fords and the Chevys were up front leading laps, yet no Toyotas. Now, the penalties they occurred before the race for tampering with the front end of their cars, is there something wrong with those Toyotas in the front end? Is that fairing? not going to be com- compatible this year? You know, is, is there a problem? Well, I guess the question is, you know, are there concerns? Kyle, what do you think? No. doesn't seem like it after Daytona. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think so. I, I think sometimes you just don't start where you think you should. Um, I thought that 19 ran great. Yeah, I, that, I thought Martin Truex <laughs> ran great. The other guys just never got their track position because the way the race played out, they had to come from the back, and they didn't just drive through this pack because – 
A, the Fords and the Chevys were more competitive than they, ha- than they had been. Sure. They showed more speed the way the, the, the package is right now. Uh, but I thought Martin Truex showed moments where he could, he could dominate this race or at least uh, be a top two or three car. So I don't think anything's happened to the Toyotas. Yeah, if the 19 would have struggled as well and yes. all of them yes. as a group would have just had bad days with no speed, yeah. then maybe a little bit of concern, yeah. but it's, it's race one, real right. race yeah. one. So sure. yeah. I always feel like you have to get through at least six, seven, eight races because you kind of get True. all the racetracks that you're going to go to, yeah. see where you're at. Yeah. And it's Joe Gibbs Racing. Yeah. They won like 100 yeah. races last year. I think they're yeah. going to be okay. They, they, they won like uh, seven-eighths of the races last year, and this guy's already gave up on Toyota this year. But no, he's not. Thank I you. Don't, I Thank don't you. think Rusty gave up. I think he just asked a good I kid, question. I kid. Which is, I kid. Because also, I think at the core of his question was, where did the Chevys come from? Those poor things that seemed like were on the trailer all of last year, it felt like, and then suddenly they showed up. But I think it was Jimmy busting out the Monte Carlo. Which made me laugh because that's after the race. I don't know if you heard. He's like, "Yeah, and Monte Carlo is fast." And there's like one dude on Twitter who's like, "It's coming back. It's coming back." No, Monte it's Carlo. not. He just <laughs> the Monte Carlo just slipped up and said Monte Carlo. <laughs> They're not bringing it back. Um, Marvin is on the line next. Is that Marvin Blue? You better believe it's Rut. You better believe it is Rutledge. How you doing? Yeah, buddy. Great, man. We missed you. How you doing? What's on your mind? Uh, I got a question for you three guys. Uh, my question to you is, will we see a new winner in Auto Club Speedway on this Saturday for the Xfinity boys? Ooh, good question. Ooh. For the Xfinity? Yeah, how about that? Wow. Man, I'm, I don't know, man. I'd say I'd say yes. Yeah, I, I'd say yes. I think I mean, Harrison's run good. If Maya think- can... No. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Myatt's getting yeah, so close. Myatt, Our buddy Myatt Snyder, I would love for for him to see a win, and then he'll go back. Be no, Noah. I'm not going to give you I'll a be pound. Noah. Yes, I think so. I think we can. Listen, I, I think there's been some good Xfinity racing so far. Oh yeah, um, I, I really do. So yeah, you know, when you when when you take yeah, there's the fist pump right here. See, ah, oh, leave no, me thanks. hanging. Leave me hanging. Hey, just because you just because you see dumped you me doesn't mean we're going to have like a playing. bro shake. Thanks for playing. But yeah, I, I think you will. I, I think. You know, we, we took the dominant players out and moved them up to the Cup Series. So that opens up this, this whole game sure. right now. Um, so I think you have an opportunity to see some, some guys break through, like you were talking about Bowman earlier. Once you get that first one, to break through yeah. and begin to, to spread their wings. That's cool for uh, enjoying seeing Chase win. We're going to John is on the line next. John, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Hey, how you doing? I'm glad Ryan Newman's doing good. Now, I'm a Seward Hawks fan. I I want an answer from you guys. Do you think Cole Custer will win a race to get in the playoffs? Will Cole Custer win a race to get in the playoffs? <clears throat> I'm going to say no. Yeah. Just not that he doesn't have the talent, yeah. but it's so hard as a rookie to come into the Cup Series. Mm-hmm. And sure, you can go out yeah. and maybe beat a Kyle Bush or a Kevin Harvick at an Xfinity race and feel like, okay. I can do it in the Cup Series, but unfortunately, there's about 20, 25 yeah. of them. Even if you're in great equipment like Stuart Haas Racing, it's going to take some time. This is a completely different aero package than what the, the big three ran last year in the Xfinity Series. And it's it's tough to win in yeah, the Cup yeah, Series. It's so hard. So I think eventually he will, but this year I I don't yeah. see it. Yeah, and, and, and we talked about this on the phone a little bit. I, I think in my – I'll throw some ancient history on you – I think in my time of watching, um, 
you take Earnhardt, when he came in, he won in his rookie year. Davey Allison wins in his rookie year. Uh, you take a Tony Stewart, you take a Jimmy Johnson. That's a different bolt of cloth. I mean, you, you're cut from, that's Hall of Fame, that's, that's, that's huge. Will one of these guys jump out and be cut from that same bolt of cloth? I'm not sure. I'm not sure Cole Custard or, or Christopher Bell, as much as we talk about him, um, or even Tyler Reddick can win in their rookie year against the competition that we have now. It's greater now than it's ever been. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And the gap between jumping out of an Xfinity car into a cup car is a huge, huge step. But we've seen guys do it before and instantly win races and be competitive at the cup level. Um, I think once these guys get their foot wet, feet wet, we'll understand more the second half of the year, there, just like you said. And the thing is, is if you look at all of our champions over the last six, seven, yeah. eight years in the Xfinity series – they're all really young. Yes. So not a lot of experience overall. Yeah, true. It's crazy because Christopher Bell, you know, that you mentioned, is is when people see him run at the Chili Bowl, they go, oh, this guy really is one of the greatest race car drivers that's out right now. And then just you for look the record, at him on Sunday and go. Just for the record, the Chili Bowl is not this level. I'm sorry. And we can talk Chili Bowl, and you guys can hate me on Twitter all you want to. Bring it. But this is a totally different level of racing. Okay, people, I'm just going by totally the different kind, article that totally different level of racing, oh, totally no. different competition. This is Jimmy Johnson. This is Kevin Harvick. This is Kyle Busch. Uh, this is Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano. And this is what I'm And I am sorry. It's a different <laughs> We're level. We're going to be joined by Team Penske's Joey Logano. He's going to talk about Sunday's race at Vegas and what led to the big win. We'll be right back. You're hilarious. <laughs> NASCAR America on NBCSN is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. Trouble off turn two. It is Ross Chastain gets loose, spins, pops a couple of tires, but we will see a caution. And oh, baby, it's going to get good. Okay, what do you do? What we talked about, feel good about it. Did it for everybody pitch here. If they pit, man, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to tell me there. Okay, they're all good. Car smoking as they work their way out of turn number two. The yellow and white flag is waving, and it's going to be Joey Logano that will win the Pennzoil 400. Woo! Ultimately, a miscommunication on the radio that may have uh, led to you winning this race? I don't think so. Paul came over the radio and said, stick to the plan. I said, okay, stick to the plan. <laughs> Joey Logano was the high roller on Sunday in Las Vegas, and he's called in to join us here on Motormouths. Joey, welcome the Triple Donut, easily your best show off yet for the record. Let's not let that go unnoticed. Uh, thanks for calling in, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you. You know, they told me before the race, they said, if you win, don't do a burnout. And I said, no, you got to give the people what they want. you got to do Amen. a little donuts. I said, listen, I won't beat the motor up too bad, you know. So, <laughs> too much fun. Well, Joey, I got homework on yesterday's show from Steve Letard because he doesn't believe that that was an actual call. He feels like that was a mistake by you not pitting. So, what is the real answer here? <laughs> Uh, that's probably for me to know and you to find out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, Paul and I had the discussion before the race started 
um, that if it came down to the end of the stage, if it came down to the end of the race, and a caution came out, um, at what point is too many laps on your tires um, to to stay out and, and try to make it happen? Um, and to be honest with you, we're right at that cutoff line. <laughs> 35 laps was right where we were thinking, like, oh, I don't know. He said, stick to the plan. Um, plan was to win the race. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, I think that's, that's what I kind of went with is the plan was, you know, at that point we were probably going to stay out and give that a shot. And um, I think we waffled a little bit and went back and forth right, right before pit road. Um, but it ended up being the right call. You know, so many cars stayed out there. Um, and it's so, you know, with a track that wide, and you know it's going to be a mess on a restart like that, it just clogs the racetrack up, and there's not many places to go. So once I felt like I think there were seven cars that stayed out behind me, um, I felt like I was in good shape there. Just so I had a good restart uh, and get that clean air because that was key. Whoever got clean air was probably going to win that race. Uh, I got a good push from Ricky behind me. was able to make a block on the 24, and then uh, Matt in the 21, he – Slammed that thing down in the bottom three wide and really broke me away from the whole uh, the whole pack. And at that point, that they let me kind of cruise it in. To me, I felt like I was watching somebody that I know is a really good husband because how many times you've heard like, "Shoot, well, maybe we should turn here, maybe we should." And you were like, "I did not hear turn. I'm just going to go straight." So I really appreciate that about you. I know I feel like Brittany would too. But the thing that I really jumped out to me, man, is that during this off season, this wasn't just a crew chief change for you. This was, it, it, it's sort of like leaving your family, but you, you just moved next door. And I know this was a team that you loved and cared for. And since you got to Penske, all these people were your people. And so not only did you get a new crew chief, but you got an entire new team. And it, it seems like that's a lot bigger undertaking than most people can probably connect and understand with. When you were looking at what this year was like, did you have the kind of faith and expectations that were maybe week two, we can pick up a win. Did you think that was possible? Well, yes. My ex- my expectation is to win every week, and that's what I try to do. Obviously, I, I get let down more than more than I, we actually win, but um, that's that's the attitude I have going into it. And, yeah, the, the change was huge. You know, it, it is really big, but um, I also saw where the runway was so far long in front of us to where we can really make some great things happen. Um, really expect some learning curve, still some learning curve be ahead of us. We learned a lot over the weekend, uh, even though we won, I still think there's a lot of areas for improvement. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's a great sign, uh, obviously. And Vegas has been a good racetrack for us, but, um, you know, overall, I'm proud of the, the effort that, that all the teams had, you know, it, it's, it's tough to make a change like that. It was hard for me. Um, you know, not that you're saying goodbye to, to the team that you had, right. Cause you're still at team Penske that's still right next door. Like you said, um, but you just, uh, working in a different way. Um, so getting to know, um, the new 22 team and, um, getting a win early, obviously helps that a lot, helps the, the confidence, um, the momentum, but Hey, the other good news is too, if that caution didn't come out, there was a really good chance Ryan Blaney and my old team was going to win that race. So, um, you know, to, that to me shows that, you know, the, the change was, was good and a lot of different levels for, for, both these two race teams. And I think even, you know, with the two car able to find a lot of speed at the end of the race as well, obviously with Matt um, in the 21 uh, with the affiliation that we have there, it's a good solid run too. It shows that uh, team Penske, um, the Mustangs um, are coming out of the gate strong, still early, still early. I don't want to say it too soon, but um, I like the speed that was showed this weekend. 
All right, T- take me just a little bit deeper into that question, a little bit deeper into, into to, to your head here on this, because a- as you said, okay, if the caution doesn't come out, then it's probably Blaney's to win or lose. Um, but Paul and you, or you guys had discussed, you had a plan, he had the confidence to stick with the plan and to put the race in your hands. You had the confidence two races in with a brand new crew, crew chief, the confidence to listen to what he said. Does that moment speak volumes for how far you guys have come in a very short period of time as driver and crew chief? Oh, for sure. But, I mean, I've known Paul, you know, for the last eight years at Team Penske, and I've seen him fabricate wins multiple times, you know, where he's able to, you know, sneak a win out of something that uh, didn't look like they were going to win. Um and at times, you know, it used to frustrate me, <laughs> but being on the other side is pretty nice. So um, <laughs> he's definitely uh, he's he's very deep into the strategy of, of the race. He he really puts a lot of time and effort into it. I've noticed that already. Him and his engineers work together very closely. Um, his leadership structure is is very good. Where um, you know he takes the information given to him and makes a logical decision. Um, and I, I can appreciate that. That's really cool to, to be able to see, uh, the way he does it. So, um, yeah, I got a hundred percent faith in him. I told him that before we started, I said, I'm with you. You don't change what you used to do because it was successful. Uh, so you be you, I'll be me. And, uh, we've both been successful, uh, away from each other. Um, let's put this together and then take the best out of what we we've done in the past and, and become even stronger. And, uh, you know, we hope that's the case. Um, you know, so far it's been good. I, I told them we crashed out of the class. We crashed out of the Daytona 500, but we won the duel and we won the, uh, the Penzo 400. I said, all we got to do is finish them. We just got to finish the race and we're a good. Yeah. <laughs> so being locked into the, the playoffs now, no doubt that your focus is on trying to win a championship this year, but being locked in, does that allow your team or Paul Wolf? and your group of, of guys to focus a little bit on the 2021 car because there's a lot of change that's going to happen there, or is that more just focused on the engineering side of, of who's going to develop that car from Team Penske? Yeah, that, not for me. <laughs> you know, I, I need to stay focused on this year. There's a lot of trophies to be won this year, uh, and ultimately a really big one at the end of the season of Phoenix. And that's the goal. That's what we got to get to is win a championship. Um, you know, 2021 will take care of itself when we get there. Obviously, we're going to have focus on it at some point during the year. There's so much unknowns with that next-gen car right now that, that no team really knows yet, right? There's so many uh, decisions that still have to be made. NASCAR is still testing a lot of things um, to make sure we know what direction we're going with it. So, you know, just because we got a win early in the season doesn't shift our focus. We need to stay focused on getting playoff points, building as much of a cushion as possible. When we get to the playoffs, we're seated in a good spot, and you have those points that you saw, you know, Kyle Busch and Martin Truex and Denny Hamlin last year have so many playoff points that they can have a, a bad race and still get to the championship four. we got to try to build that, that cushion up right now, and uh, we got to get start to it, but – yeah, still a long ways to go. All right, well, one last question before we leave. Is Rutledge your real name? And see, I, I asked this before we got on. I, I've never met another Rutledge, and I wondered, is it a stage name? Is it a nickname? Like, is it on your, your birth certificate? Does this say Rutledge? 
Joey was my dancing name in college because I wasn't talented enough to make a living riding around in circles. Oh but God. if you guys need a name, put Rutledge in the hopper. It'll be great. You're welcome. Thanks for joining Thanks us, Thanks for brother. joining us, man. Thank you. Oh, that's Joey Logano, everybody. How cool is that? Coming up, we're going to take more of your calls at 844 NASCAR NBC here on Motor Valves. The Monster Energy Supercross season continues this Saturday as the world's best riders head to Atlanta. That's right, ATL. Tune in Saturday at 5 Eastern here on NBCSN. I'll be there. I'm taking my daughters. Last weekend in Arlington, reigning Supercross champion Cooper Webb suffered a heavy oh. crash during the second race and was unable to continue. But yesterday, oh. we got some good news. KTM confirmed that Cooper plans to be on the starting line in Atlanta. How hardcore is that? Man, glad you're all right, brother. Now, let's talk some trucks where the buzz is all about that $100,000 bounty that Kevin Harvick and Gander CEO Marcus Lemonis have put on Kyle Busch. Here's what Kyle thought about it. Well, there just better be an asterisk on it because if somebody crashes me, then it doesn't count. So you put money on a bounty on somebody and then there's bad things tend to happen. So I don't know. Make it, make it whatever y'all want. It don't matter to me. Um, I got great stuff. I'm a good driver. Bring it. I think Kyle makes a wonderful point because Kevin Harvick wasn't saying, I'm going to give somebody 50 grand to wreck him. Kevin Harvick was saying, I want to see somebody go outrun, go outrace yeah. Kyle Busch. Rise and, to that level. Yeah, and to me, I thought it started as an appreciation of what Kyle does. And as you know, it's hard for a lot of these guys to be like, hey, you're really good at what you do. Like, yeah. that's not something good. So instead, I thought, oh, this is cool. Harvick's going to put money up there. Then Mark is like, well, I'll get in on that. But Kyle makes a great point and also a safe point. Don't wreck me and yeah. think these dudes are going to give you money. That's yeah. not what this is about. Yeah. I, I still – why isn't it open to any driver? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wh why has it just got to be a cup – Cup driver, why you can't? Go? Okay, I mean, yeah. I don't mean me, but I mean, if I could get in there, I would try yeah. it. But <laughs> for but what I'm saying, even even a full time truck series, why? We, be, let's call it. They, but but I'm gonna I, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on Kyle's side and say, if you don't beat me in four races, it's my hundred grand. Ooh, no, I, I mean, agree to that. I mean, what does Kyle get out of this? Yeah, you, you put him, you put a target on his back and not giving him yeah. anything. So if I'm Kyle, I'm gonna come back and say, I'm in. But yeah. if nobody beats me in the four races I run. Then I get the hundred. Should just be open to everybody. Open to everybody. Yeah, I, I agree. Not just, cut, not just cut that, That's good. I'll give you that. I'll Arv, you what do you think? Harvick, what do you think? You and Marcus, what do you think? Can Kyle get the money? Let's go to Todd. He's got a uh, an opinion on this too. Todd, what's on your mind, buddy? Hey guys, uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, yeah, I think it's good for the sport, man. Um, you see that a lot of the local, uh, you know, late model tracks and local uh, lower level. And I think it can only benefit. I mean, I, does NASCAR jump in here and instead of Kevin Harvick putting up money? Does you know NASCAR say, "Hey, look, uh, here's a bunch of money. If you guys can go out and whoever wins gets an extra fifty grand or hundred grand, and if you do this or that, you know, I think it can benefit uh, long term." It's a great question. It's a great point, man. He's got four truck races left this season, so I think ultimately. It seems like Harvick just wants to see somebody beat him, yeah. but maybe Harvick should yeah. get in a truck and go prove it. 
Like if he's that, if he's that interested in it, it sounds to me like you just called Harvick out. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just holding. What, what did you sound like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like Rutledge Wood just called Harvick out. Yeah. I, I think you should get in a truck and go beat him. No, but I, I think what he wants to see is somebody else go do it. And, I mean, and I think when Harvick put it out there, he it was legit. Can anybody beat Kyle Busch? Yeah. I'll give fifty thousand dollars to see anybody beat. He even Cowboys. said, "I don't think he, they can." They can. So That's my right. money's safe. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So I, I don't. There was no. I don't think there was. He was not being malicious. It, he was not trying I agree. to. It, it was, was wrong. You thrown down on Harvick that he can't beat him. Yeah. No, I never said yeah, that. Yeah, don't like don't know what happens with NASCAR yeah, Twitter. Somebody put this yell up at on YouTube, Nate. please. They're going to say mean things to Jenna out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of those. This should be a meme. Let's yes. go back to the phone. We've got Joyce from New Mexico. Joyce, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? I was disappointed that Chase Elliott didn't get more recognition after the Vegas race. He's won three of the four stages this year so far, and I think he would have won that race if he hadn't had tire trouble. He ended up 26th. Uh, and he got he still got 34 points on the race, so I just was sorry that more recognition wasn't given to him. Noted, Joyce. What part of New Mexico are you from, by the way? Uh, Southwestern. Okay, great. Well, we love that you're watching and calling. Thank you very much for calling. Um, we do appreciate that. And obviously, you're a Chase fan. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, at the end of that race, Joyce, you had so many good stories with Matt DiBenedetto and, and Bubba Wallace and, and some of those guys – uh, Ty Dillon, who finished in the top ten. Austin so, Dillon. Yeah, Austin. And, yeah, yeah, so many good stories that that's the way the race ended. On a high note for those guys, nobody went back and said, okay, now let's recap who else had a good day. You just don't have time sometimes on TV to go back and do that, but that's a great point. Yeah. Next up, we're going to Jim from Michigan. Jim, thanks for calling. I hope, are you Michigan, Jim, or just Jim from Michigan? No, I'm in Michigan. Okay. Great. All right. We'll take it, Jim. We'll take What's it. on your mind, buddy? Hey, I got a question. Uh, I love the show, but I think A.J. Allmendinger would be a real good replacement for uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Whoa. There we go. Jim, I second that. We will send that clip to Rick Hendrick as soon as this day is as soon as it's over with. I feel yeah, like, I mean, he you feel that. He that ride. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like Rick Hendricks. Like I want to replace an old guy with just a lesser older guy. Like, I mean, you're not I, old. Hey, dude. Rick Hendrick, I'm not going to turn it down That's if exactly you want right. to call me. There are yeah. a, there are a few uh, free agents out there that yeah. might be. Would you hand write a note and hand it to him? I would do it in cursive too. Well, there, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's a pen. You got changing paper. the school system Jim, one student at a time. Great call. We appreciate you here. You can start. It's dear D E A R. So you start that. Coming up, Nate Ryan is on deck with all of your tweets. It's let me say this time when we come back. Jim. Let me say this. Now I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna say this. Sorry, caller. I'm gonna say this. And let me say this. But I'm gonna tell you. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm telling you. But I'm telling you. But I'm telling you something. And listen, I will say it forever. <laughs> oh, it never gets telling you something. Oh, it never gets old. Nate Ryan joins us now for another edition of Let Me Say This. Nate, you're my favorite part of the show. Thanks, Thanks for being bro. here. Thanks yes. for having me. I need uh, t-shirts. Second favorite. Okay. We're gonna get started with Matt Delaney, who's gonna put 
AJ and Kyle on the spot. You guys were talking about Matt Benedetto making the playoffs. He wants to know if Matty D makes it and Jimmy Johnson returns to the playoffs, who gets bumped? Because that's going to mean two guys come out of the playoffs from last year's. Oh, playoffs. who gets bumped? Oh, from the playoffs? Yeah. Mm. Oh. oh. On the spot, right away. Well, first, I would have to remember who was in the playoffs. Ryan, right? Newman, <laughs> Ryan Newman gets bumped. Okay. There we go. There you go. All right. And that was, that was low-hanging fruit right well, there. Well, hey, I was trying that, to that think real good. quick. That was good. That was good. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> You're so funny <laughs> and so mean. Wow. Simultaneously. <laughs> and the, I don't know. I'm going to go. If we have to t- go to yeah. Kurt Busch. Okay. All right, there's oh, that's some good. bold picks. That was, that was good. You, I was just going to say, did it. Um, I don't know. Was, it was um, yeah. Um, you need the list of what's his name? name. Um, okay. We were just talking about him. Jones. Alex Bowman gets bombed. Okay. All right. Let me say this from Brian Harper, who wants <laughs> I just to know. That out. <laughs> um, Brian Harper wants to talk about the Kyle Bush bounty and talk about the guest we had on, Joey Logano. He thinks that Joey should go in and take the bounty, and wouldn't it be cool if he jumped in a truck to beat Kyle Bush? And take Kevin Harvick's money, knowing the history that Joey Logano has with Kevin Harvick, Kyle Bush, Brian Harper says, would that be an epic burn? No, no. Would that they, be an epic burn? If they Joey all Logano have a lot money? of money. They no. don't. They don't need <laughs> all of the. You know what we need is like a Corey LaJoy or a Matty D or one yeah. of those types yes. of drivers to get in a truck and go take that money. Yeah. No, Joey. Not Joey Logano. And yeah. Denny and Kyle. They have. They already have enough money. They don't. You're saying Absolutely. someone that flies commercial yeah. needs to take that money. <laughs> yeah. That's Coach. a great point. Let's get Coach Corey LaJoy in, a, in a really good truck and, yeah. and make it happen. That would be cool. Right. That's, a good, that's a great point. That's a good Thank point. you. That's a good point. Corey that was a truck. good way to think about it, too. Corey that was, a, that was a cool way to think about it. Uh, at Howie226, hashtag let me say this, wants to know, there was a driver, I believe it was Ryan Blaney, told his crew over the radio Sunday at Vegas he was getting his butt kicked going through the gears. Does that have to do with car setup or how the driver is shifting? Kidding my butt wow. kicked going I, through. I don't know. I would think it would have more to do with your transmission ratios or what you chose, but I wouldn't think they would be. I mean, or would, would or they, to be fair, when are you going through know. the gears? Well, that's on, I was thinking like restarts. Just on the restarts, yeah, restarts. Right? yeah, you're not getting your butt kicked on pit road because uh-uh. there's a speed limit there, that's right. So maybe the issue is they're having a hard time with restarts. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. You would think initially it is gearing. Yeah, you would think. But, but, but maybe at that common. point he's saying that he just feels like the motor doesn't have the bottom end that he needs on the restarts. But that would be really the two things that stand out. That's yeah. why I take yeah. the stairs. <laughs> I, I would go with transmission because I never say anything bad about a guy's motors, his engines. No, never. I, I, you've never been known to yeah. do that. Never. Yeah. Uh, hashtag let me say this from Deanna Bollinger. Um, she wants to know what's your thoughts about Jimmy Johnson winning the championship this year after his top five? Think oh. he will win before he hangs up the gloves. And she also met AJ or um, her yeah. child. Oh, look at that. So How cool nice is that? Cool shot, there. man. Cool For picture. So one, of our, one of our Kroger visits. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool, man. Yeah. Kind of Winning cool. eight. I know uh, you didn't ask me. What thoughts on Jimmy Johnson? Yes. Can he win before he yes. retires? Can he win? Yes. Win, win the championship. Uh, as of right now, I don't feel like he can win the championship. I need to see more consistent runs. But can he win a race or two? I really yeah. think he can. And then when it gets to the playoffs, it's all about being yeah, hot at right. the right time. That's I'm right. not going to say no, he yeah. did, 100% no, he can't because when he wins seven championships. Good. Yeah, so but, I'll tell you you're wrong. but you do have to say, you do have to say, Jimmy Johnson fans are some of the most loyal fans to any athlete out there. He runs fifth one time and they've already got him in an eighth <laughs> championship. You know what I mean? But that's because yeah. they believe. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that. I believe. I'm not saying that bad. I'm just no. saying they believe and want it so bad 
He runs fifth, and they already have him in a championship. Speaks well of them, and of yes, uh, both, both. Yeah. Yes, it does. It's amazing. He totally could, and that would be the greatest party in NASCAR oh, history. For sure. Yes, it would. <laughs> Great tweets, Nate. Uh, what should we be reading on NBCSports.com right now? You should be reading about uh, Kobe Bryant tributes at Fontana. Yeah. I have a story by Jerry Bankowski on that. Uh, Danny McFadden has a story on the topsy turvy point standings through two races and bump and run from Dustin Long. Will debate the Kyle Busch bounty and other hot topics in NASCAR. So Y'all do such up. a great job. We sure appreciate Thanks you. For us and us. Listen to Nate's podcast, people. That's right. This guy. Right. I haven't been invited yet. Yes. He was on there. Yes. You have. He, said he was. Earlier. He just doesn't remember it. He just doesn't remember it. Back to your phone calls next. <laughs> Call in. Fernando Alonso will be driving for Arrow McLaren SP at the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500 this year. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds, it sounds good. Obviously, it's one of the most iconic races in, in motorsport calendar, and I'm extremely happy to, to be in the month of May again uh, after last year. We had some issues, and uh, it was not the, the race we were expecting, but uh, this year we go again and uh, you know, uh, with the aim to, to do well and to, to win the race. So it's official. Fernando Alonso will be back at the Indy 500 this May on NBC. But guys, after he was bumped out of the field last year, I I feel like it's safe to say he's got some unfinished business. But does this seem a little bit crazy? It just seems like a relationship you can't quite get out of. Yet. You know, it's like like he left McLaren. Was like, okay, I'm not I'm not yeah. representing. You know, yeah. I'll come back. That's sure, okay. Back. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Let's try this again. <laughs> So I'm, it's cool because I love having Duo, Fernando yes, at the Indy 500. Sure. He right. hated after last year of what happened. But, yeah, yeah, I thought maybe he'd go with Andretti or a different team, and it's like right back with McLaren. Right back with the guys. Yep. <sighs> Crazy. What you it? know, baby. That's right. Let's get back to your phone <laughs> calls now. Who is on first? Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie thanks for Ronnie. calling from West Virginia. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I was wondering what your opinion on the race being called so quickly after the white flag. Um, if you feel like it should have gone to a green light checker or not, and if not, why? And could you explain that rule a little more thoroughly? Oh, sure. Okay, it's a rule. Is that? Are you doing the classic? Don't explain the rule that it's a, it's a, it's a, once once the driver the leader crosses once the, the start finish the line for the white line. flag. It's a rule. Yeah, yeah. it's. A, I mean, I, that's that's the rule. Is if he comes by and takes the white flag, and then the caution flag flies. He's the winner of the race. We don't go back to the green-white checker. We don't do that. It's just that's the way. To, it's fairly simple. Um, and, and, you know, they determined. I wasn't sure that, it, that he did see uh, the caution until they replayed it. And then you could say, yeah, straight up. It was, it was a good call. But that has been the rule to keep from going to 750 green-white checkers. Because and wreck the rest of the field. And wreck the rest of the field. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair. And uh, I'll be honest, the reason I like it is... Um, because if I was up front, I would have appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, I won. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe I'm old school like that. It's just the rule. I'm yeah, sorry. it's just the rule. No, it's fair. Uh, Kathy's up next from Ohio. Kathy, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi. I was wondering. So Ross Chastain drove for uh, Ryan Newman this this week in the number six car, um, and hopefully Ryan comes back sooner than later. But in the meantime, if Ross still drives for him. And he wins a race. Does Ross go to the championship? Does Ryan go? Or is it all about the car? And then stage points also. Who gets the stage points? The car, the driver? How does that work? 
Kathy, great yeah. question. Well, I'll, ma- I'll make it simple. Ross is not running for a yes. cup championship. He is signed up in the Xfinity Series, and that's yes. the only championship he can run for. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, he and declared when it, when there. It, so there's also that doesn't really get talked about a lot because it's usually the same yeah. driver and same team, but there is a team championship. Yes. So if Ross were to win a race, then the six car would be locked into the team championship playoffs. Yes. Exactly. And, and we've seen this. We've seen this in the truck series yep. where Kyle Busch has won the, the manufacturer's or the owner's championship. Yep. Someone else has won the driver's championship. We've seen it in the Xfinity series at, at different times where it comes down, uh, where Penske almost had a shot. I think he, I don't think he won the championship, but had a shot at winning uh, the, the team. Did he win? The owner's cha- He did win it. Did he win it? Did yeah. he win it? He, he, win it win he won it by one point. One point, yes. Because I... I won two of those races that year. Give it up. We're gonna ask Give it up, dude. Right off camera. Give it up. So there it is. I had, to, I had to go down the hall and ask Nate real quick. But so we we have had that before. We we have had that before. So the team does get the points that yeah. Ross accrues, whether it be stage points, whether it be end of race points, whatever they are, the team keeps those. Yep. It's gotta be your ball. Got yeah. it. Kathy, got it. thanks. Great Thank question. You. That was a good question. We appreciate you. We got more of your calls and a look at what's in store tomorrow when we come back. Maximize all the points. NASCAR America on NBCSN is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. I've had a fun game I've been playing with everybody called Which Came First. So your first cup start was October 7th, 2001 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Doesn't feel that long ago, does it? I was just thinking how long ago that feels. Oh, really? Yeah. And the fact that you made a game out of it. I really did. You'll see how Jimmy Johnson did in that game Thursday on Motor Mouths. Pretty, it's pretty Can't impressive. wait. Can't wait. And tomorrow, Junior has Rick Mast as his guest on the Dale Junior download. Rick hey, Mast. Oh, Rick Mast. That's a big call. That is uh, before we get that to the phones, huge. take a look at this picture, which is such great news. Uh, everybody thinking about our buddy Ryan Newman. He got a little therapy in yesterday, holding up a fish. I heard on the street that he named that fish after you. <laughs> I thought uh, that was really cool. He doesn't look very happy, so obviously the fish was not large enough for him. That's true. Because it's, a, it's a, a lot of fish in a compact package we're going to the phones tommy what's on your mind buddy hey how's it going i I just think that call was a little bit early on uh the white flag on the last lap there when the caution came out i think jimmy johnson was on his way to win his first victory in in, in vegas this past weekend i think the nascar threw that white flag just a little early because we had to go continue on to the xfinity series that got rained out the night before and i think that uh I think we're on track for eight eight championships this year. This is going to be I, it. I thank think, you for calling, man. I think second yeah, half thank that you. statement is dead on the money. Yeah. I think he. I think he needed. Another. I said it before, man. Your fans are like Jimmy's fans. Are, they're amazing. They're there. They're amazing. They're there. But Joey, he gone. He gone at that point. Tucker is next. Tucker, what's on your mind? Oh, just calling to tell Joey Logano that there is two Rutledges. Our new baby boy was born in December. Just wanted to call and make sure he, he knew uh, that there's a second one out there. Can I ask where you're from? Nashville, Tennessee. Have you wow. ever have you ever been to the club there, the Rutledge? No, I did not know. I, I actually I did see it the other day down over by uh the Omni Hotel. I okay, so did you name did you name your kid after this Rutledge or the club? The club. 
this Rutledge, that Rutledge, <laughs> you uh, do have a big influence because he's about he's about the only one my wife can stand when I uh, make her watch the race. All right, man. Did, did you, you tell your wife? Wait, I send said, thank you. Did, I want to know. Did the send a picture? Does your kid have a beard already? Did the baby immediately go into a plaid shirt? Yes, that's it all did. I want to know. A plaid onesie. Yeah. A plaid yeah. onesie. Within the, within the first forty-eight hours, he had a plaid jumper on. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Congratulations, man. Congratulations, Tucker. You are awesome, yeah, buddy. Thank Congratulations. So We're gonna tell Joey Logano about that. Uh, Dennis <laughs> is up next. Thanks for that call, Tucker. Dennis, what's on your mind? We got a little bit left. Thank you very much for taking my call. Um, all right, Johnson's retiring at the end of this year. Keslowski's at a contract year. There seems to me to be a little tension over at Penske between Keslowski and Logano. Hmm. This may have been brewing for a while. I don't think Keslowski's happy with the, the crew chief changes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, 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 it's silly season time. I know yeah. it's very early, but I'm seeing Keselowski going over to the 48 because he has Hendricks ties. And hey, 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 our turn, our turn, our turn. Okay, here's okay. what we're going to say. Here's, here's what we're going to say. Okay, it is way, 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 way too early for silly season. Okay, two races into the season. Yes, Jimmy Johnson is retiring. Yes, you know, there's always tension on a team. And, wait, we're and, already we, we talk about yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But wait a minute, wait a minute. There's always tension on a team when you're getting outrun by your teammates. I mean, there's it's it's that underlying tension. Yeah. You've been oh, when, yeah. when you get your butt kicked by your teammate, that's a tough pill oh, to yeah. swallow because you're getting the same stuff. Um, we've run two <clears> races. Brad Keselowski is not getting his butt kicked by Joey Logano at this time. We've run two races. Both of those guys have been in contention for wins, been in contention to run up front, whether it was at Daytona, whether it was in the Clash, whether it was in the qualifying Both races. Both champions at that team. Brad said, after the Clash, Brad said, had the best car there. Okay? So right now, these guys, you can't take Brad and put him in the 48. He's still in the two. You know, I mean, that's where it's at. Whether he's in a contract year or not, he's still in the two. He's been there for a number of years. He's won the championship don't start speculating this early. Who I'm wins? You, man. Who it's wins? It's gonna be a long year for you guys if you're speculating this early. Who wins in Fontana? Who wins in Fontana? Yeah, Larson. Woo! He's wow! Going to pick up another win there. The Benedetto. Matt Benedetto. Yes. I like How that about that one? too. How about that yeah. one? Wow! Strong guys. What a great time. Thanks for watching Motor Mouths. Joey, I guess you found that someone can be named Rutledge beside me. We'll be back Thursday, 5 Eastern. Arkham and Arts Series West Racing is coming up now. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.